Howdy, folks. Happy New Year. I'm That Literary Lady, and you're listening to another episode of On the Air with That Literary Lady. Today's guest is Betsy Show. She's the author and finisher of Finish Being Fat, An Accidental Adventure in Losing Weight and Learning How to Finish, which will be released by Cedar Fort Publishing. Betsy, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm fine, thanks. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on the show. Now, I, how, how do you pronounce your last name correctly? It's Scow. Scow. Okay, I apologize. Okay. No problem. Now, I'm excited to talk about this book because uh, it is with our reviewer, but I did read the book, and uh, it kind of inspires me. Um, now, you mm-hmm. give your disclaimer up front that you're not an expert, you're not a professional speaker, you're not a weight loss expert, but you do realize this book is going to inspire, uh, inspire many to lose weight, right? Um, I really hope so. I just hope it, it inspires people to find some peace within themselves at any size, and if that's their goal to lose weight, then knowing that there is a way that they can do it um, and not lose their sanity and just do it in a nice, healthy way that uh, they can also feel good about themselves and not like, oh, I need to be a Barbie or a size two. So. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, do you mind me asking what your size is now? Um, no, it's uh, a four or a six, depending on the size. And, and that's you... from going from a double XL. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that's very inspiring. Now, I have, <laughs> to ask... yeah, I have to ask you this question that I'm sure you get all the time. Now, mm-hmm. you were you were struggling through your process. What of all things, after going through what you go, went through, made you want to actually write a book about it? Um, one thing was uh, this whole process was learning how to finish and learning that I could do impossible things. And one of the things that I always considered impossible was becoming an author. It was something that um, just really was a lifelong dream, but that little voice in the back of my head was always saying, no, no one ever wants to listen to you or what you have to say. Whatever you do will be dumb. You suck. (laughs) Whatever. Um, And when I finally learned how to get over that self-negative talk and and learn how to finish things, I decided, okay, it's time for this to happen. And so I went to um, a conference, a writer's conference, without this book was not in my head at this point. I really hadn't thought, you know, that this needs to be shared, but um, went to learn how to write other books and fiction and, and things like that. And um, the guy there asked us to say a little bit about ourselves that was unique. And my unique thing was, I've had the best year ever. This year I've lost 75 pounds, climbed a mountain, and run a marathon. And he just wow. jogged me up. He was like, um, tell me you're here to write a book about that. I said, no, not really. He's like, okay, let's let's rephrase that. Tell me you're here to write a book about that. I said, okay, sure. And he worked really um, intensely with me for for the next month or so, kind of just teaching me the ropes of what I needed to know and then gave me a deadline. He said, okay, go. Go write it. And, you know, about a month later, I had a book finished and started sending it to people, and that's how – how it came about, and it's like, ooh, I'm an author now. I, yet another thing that I can cross off my list, but this is something I want to keep doing as well, and I have other books that are going to be coming out in future that are, you know, unrelated to this story, but fiction. But I figured that this story, you know, maybe could actually help. As, a, as I started telling it to people, I realized, oh, 
maybe this is not something I need to keep under my hat. <laughs> uh, so you found a niche that you didn't know you had. Yes, that is very true. Okay, okay. Now, <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because uh, sure. you mentioned uh, things that you could cross off your list. Now, at the very back of your book, um, you have a list of things that you want to do, and obviously you've achieved number one. Um, yes. And I, I found it really amazing uh, and kind of humorous in your list of things. Uh, some of them are really things that people do have on their bucket list, like playing mm-hmm. the piano, getting your degree, uh, climbing mm-hmm. a mountain. But you put in here, potty train autumn and organize entire house. How did those make it on your top ten? Oh, because sometimes finding, you know, happiness in life is more than just all the big things in life. It's a lot of the everyday little things. And the things that were bugging me as I was writing this book were endless amounts of diapers. And so I had a two-year-old at the time, and I was just going, no, I'm not. She needs to get this under control. And so that was definitely on the top of my list. And I'm pleased to report that we have potty training success and we are a diaper-free home. Uh, yeah. And then as for organizing my house, that's still on the to-do list. We're getting there. But uh, I've definitely noticed that my house reflects my state of mind. And as my life and, and house become cluttered, then that's usually because my mind is that disorganized. So you just take it a, a room at a time. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely believe that um, you can find serenity in your surroundings, and if your surroundings are really chaotic, then your set of mind might be a little more chaotic. So I would love to master that someday. That might be a whole life process because I am not a neat, clean person by nature. I'm very niche right. collect lots of little things everywhere kind of person. I'm, you know, I have a lot of friends that I go to their homes, and it looks like they have their house is the parade of homes, or it was just photographed for a magazine and they have designers come and do it and I'm just like yeah no there's just little bottles all over my house or Winnie the Pooh or all manner of things uh, that strike my fancy yeah maybe once the kids turn 18 and go to college maybe that'll happen (laughs) yeah exactly now I want to touch upon something I I mentioned earlier Um, Mm -hmm. you stated up front uh, again that you were not an expert you're a marathon instructor um, basically, you said you were not a role model. <laughs> um, why did you feel the need to make that known up front? Because in my experience in reading this book, even though it's telling your story, this is somewhat of a self-help book. So why did you feel the need to say that up front? Um, I think at the time, and and probably still is, uh, you know, a lot of these books that you'll come across, um, I didn't want people expecting the answer you know, um, is just take it for what it is. This is my story. This is what works for me. These are the things that I found and discovered along my journey. But they may work for you. Um, They may not. But I didn't want anyone to come into this thinking, this is going to tell me how to lose 75 pounds in a year. This is going to, you know, be a training manual for for a marathon. Um, I wanted it to be very clear that, that this is just, you know, come along my adventure, and if you can learn something along the way, then that's great. Okay. And you talk about being on the scale and, and uh, that moment when you went from two, uh, 216.4 to 216.6 in a matter of minutes. 
right before the thud on the floor. Yes. Uh, which uh, to me seemed to be your wake-up call. But despite the fact that um, you said that you're not an expert or, uh, you know, or a role model, what advice would you give others who don't necessarily uh, have that thud wake-up call? Because if some of us had that thud, we'd probably break a few bones. So what uh, (laughs) advice would you give us? Um, You know, your thud can be metaphorical. You don't actually have to crash to the floor and break, break the scale. Uh, which I still keep that scale as a good reminder, even though it doesn't work. <laughs> um, but there has to be that moment in your life um, where you're just done, where you're you're fed up enough with a problem, whether it be weight or addiction or or whatever it has to, you know, your messy house, you want to be, to be a better mom, whatever it is, um, where you're ready to commit to take whatever action is necessary to finish, to get to where you want to be in life. And, um, you know, that can be just after years of being worn down. It can be a sudden, you know, for me it was that gaining 10 pounds in a month that I that was just such a shock to me right. um, that I knew something had to be done immediately. Uh, so that would be, you know, it's evaluate. It doesn't really have to be a, a – it doesn't have to be that giant – Woo, something, you know, drastic just happened. Uh, you can decide today if there's something in your life that you want to do and haven't been able to because you're in your own way, then decide to get out of it. And right. take, you know, decide that um, I can do this and I am going to go through the whatever effort it takes and no matter how long it takes, to get to my goal. A lot of people make the mistake of saying, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in two months. And then when that doesn't happen, you know, various things because maybe their body is just not made that way, then they give up and say, okay, never mind, go back to eating Ben and Jerry's every night. Right. And instead realize, you know, it's a process. You have to keep changing and tweaking things along the way and whatever's going to work for you may not work for somebody else. And just change the goal to be, I'm going to lose weight and live a healthier life. And this is how I'm going to do it. And make a plan and stick to it and just keep going instead of, you know, I have to do this. I have to have this ideal body because it's not about that. It's about being happy with where you are. Right. Okay. Now, um, I know that uh, this process can be daunting on, uh, loved ones, family members, and friends. And I know your husband was was with you every step of the way. He ran uh, with you a lot, and, you know, you had mm-hmm. family members to help you with the kids. But I'm curious to know um, some other ways that your husband uh, was beneficial in getting you through this journey. Um, aside from not divorcing me for my neurotic tendencies, uh, boy, he was just um, my biggest cheerleader. He, you know, is is willing to put up with my emotional outbursts and, uh, and you know, just kept kept giving me that little kick in the pants that I needed when I would just be saying, you know, it's not good enough, I'm not fast enough, and he would help me, you know, change that dialogue of, you know, it doesn't have to be fast, you just have to finish it. And he was really the one that started pushing, we just have to get it done. Let's just, let's just do it, let's just get it done. And... Um, just being along with me um, all along the way. He didn't 
you know, he hasn't uh, changed his diet or anything. He still eats absolutely horribly, so it's not like, oh, let's let's eat healthy for mom kind of thing. Yeah, he wasn't a help in that way. But, but at least he didn't want cupcakes under my nose or anything like that. Good. He didn't tease you. Now, now did he um, have an issue with his weight, or has he just been uh, thin and can just throw back anything at his leisure? Uh, yes, sadly it is. Uh, he's put on a little weight since we've been married, but he's also diabetic. Um, and so he can't just eat anything, but he doesn't eat terribly well, and he doesn't take care of himself terribly well. And so that's one thing that we're, we're working on together is uh, since I don't keep the junk in the house anymore and I'm the one that does the, the shopping, it definitely helps the, the kids eat right. better, and, and it also helps him just not have that kind of snacky, snacky stuff around. Okay, and in, are, the, are the children in on the regimen? Um, not really. They That's one thing that I really, um, from my journey, do not want to put on them is, um, you know, from the book I talk about how I was made aware at that preteen stage that I was fat and that I was different. And um, that really shaped who I became and the adolescent and the young woman I became. And I don't want my girls to ever feel that way. Right. And um, so it's kind of one of those sneaky things. We don't talk about it. It's just, you know, they're they're both, one's a teeny tiny, she's just a little elf. Um, and the other one's kind of tall and skinny at this point, the six and three. Um, okay. But uh, my plan is as they keep growing is I'm not a cook. That's still on my bucket list to learn how to cook. It's just... I burn everything. But I try and at least make healthier choices. You know, I don't have lots of cookies out, and but I don't make a big deal about it and don't say, oh, no, you can't have that because you'll get fat. Right. Um, exactly. I just try and make it as sneaky as I can and sneak them into um, family fun activities that involve lots of activity, um, lots of exercise, something that wasn't done for me growing up, but make sure that we're an active family, but we don't talk about it as, oh, this is why we need to do it so that we can... Right. Been, it's just, this is fun. This is something that we like to do. So um, true lifestyle change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's something that I want them, I don't ever want them to be so preoccupied with their body as I was growing up. I just want it to become a natural thing to, to make healthy choices and things that make them happy. Okay, okay, that's, that's good. Now going back to that metaphorical thud, many of us, mm-hmm. and including myself, uh, are struggling with our weight and there are so many times when we have that moment where we're like mm-hmm. we're sick, sick and tired of being sick and tired, and mm-hmm. we get on that journey and then we fall off. So I'm wondering, I'm, I'm sure that you've had these moments before, but what was it about this moment that actually made you decide this was the time and actually stick with it? Because we all have those moments where we're like, this is it, this is it. And we do good for a while, but then we go back to our old ways. So what was it about this moment that you decided, okay, this is it? Um, well, that's the great thing about this, bud, is that that wasn't the, the moment. That was the start of the moment. But um, it really just started out like any other get, get weight loss quick scheme that I had done 50 million times before that. It was, let's, I need to do something fast. I need to get this weight off. And um, I had chosen to do the HCG diet at that time, and I was absolutely miserable. 500 calories a day is not good for anybody. And was so miserable doing this diet that I just had that moment of, 
what am I doing to myself? I have never felt worse. I've, I'm looking better, but I've never felt worse. I have that little voice in the back of my head saying, you're going to get fat again. You're going to gain every pound back plus an extra 10%. So good luck. Um, and just, just broke down and had that, what am I going to do? I can't do this anymore. Um, and that was the, the first start towards the right direction of, okay, the reason why diets fail is because as soon as you're done with the diet, you go back to the way that you've always been. And right. then that's the way that made you fat. And so uh, I decided, okay, that's got to stop. Um, and just started doing those little things like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go exercise. I'm going to start, you know, living on a calorie budget, which is what ended up working for me is you have to uh, figure out how many calories that your body needs a day and then if you need to lose weight, eat less than that and you can earn more calories by exercising or you can just do it by eating alone. Um, right. And just living on that but still eating what I wanted, not being, oh, I need to have just carrots and celery all day kind of thing and, and working it into my lifestyle because if you have to make a ginormous change all at once, you won't stick to it. If it's not something easy and something you can do, it's very hard to, to keep that will going. Um, and it was the whole experience, as, as you know from reading the book, um, of all the journeys and the things that I was learning along the way, there was not one lightning moment of, this is how to change my life. It was all these little things and gaining that confidence. And it was really gaining the confidence of learning how to finish that gave me that um, feeling of of feeling good about myself, which I hadn't had before. And that's why I always quit and why I always failed at every other diet. It it got hard and I was scared that I was going to fail and that people were going to laugh at me or I just knew that I was a loser. And so I would just give up. And by changing my mindset a little bit at a time, I I didn't plan to. I didn't say, this is the day I'm going to do it differently. I just started... Um, by all of these little things, by, by running and uh, eventually running that marathon, but uh, starting to do all these things that I used to think were impossible and proving to myself that I could do them and finishing what I said I was going to do, I started accumulating this pile of evidence that I could tell myself when that little voice said, you can't do it, you can't do it. I could say, yes, I can. Look at what I did. Right. I, I totally can do this. And that was the point when I realized you know, I'd lost weight so many times before, I, but that was the point that I realized I know I will never gain it back right. because I know how to finish. I know the process, and I know I am worth the effort that it takes to do this. Okay, okay. Now, what advice would you give those uh, of us who are not runners but we have mm-hmm. the uh, marathon uh on our bucket list, what uh, suggestions would you give us to even start out? Okay, I was not a runner. I still, I don't really consider myself a runner, let's be honest. Uh, I could not, at the start of this, run to the mailbox without getting winded. Um, That's why it was so out of the blue when my husband approached me about this as I was losing weight. He's like, okay, I really want to run a marathon. Let's do it together. We We don't even jog. We barely walk at this point. And I said, you're nuts. What is wrong with you? And he's like, let's do it. You could do it. Let, let's, let's go ahead. You know, my, I need to get my diabetes under control. You need to be healthy. So, so let's do it. And so he looked up a training plan, 
set it down, and that was just the start of, you know, we had a plan, let's stick to it, let's go. Um, and so I had to learn how to run, I guess. And so um, you, the, one of the biggest things to, as you're starting running, the biggest mistake you can make is going fast. <laughs> right. uh, you don't have to sprint. You don't have to go. You don't even have to run the whole time. It's just start for five minutes. Right. And just just move continuously for five minutes. And then right. next time do a little bit more. Right. And then add more and add more. And same thing with miles is um, a lot of people get stuck in that track of knowing I need to be under a 10-minute mile. And pushing and straining and your body's not ready for that if you're not a runner you don't have the skeletal structure the muscle structure and you'll get injured really bad um so just take it slow take walk breaks that's the best advice i can give is don't get caught up in the i need to finish under this amount of time just finish as long as you move one foot in front of the other you will finish a marathon it may be walking and that's fine it may be crawling that's okay too right just get it done it's it's so much mental of this is scary, this is huge, I don't want to do it, I don't think I can do it, and so you stop. Whereas if you just see yourself at the finish and know that you're going to get there no matter how long it takes, uh, even if it hurts or if you're tired because you're just putting that one foot in front of the other, that's what I would say is that anybody can finish a marathon, absolutely anybody, um, you know, barring some extreme disabilities. Uh, if they really want it and put the time and effort into training and, you know, look up for, look up on the internet some easy training plans uh, and then just give yourself the time and the patience to to get it done and um, don't be too hard on yourself if you're slow to start with or if you need to take walk breaks. There's, nobody's expecting you to be in the next Olympics or the New York or Boston Marathon. Right, right. Now, when, <clears throat> excuse me, when is Finish Being Fat going to be released? It is a release today uh, for the, the day that we're doing this interview on the 8th. So. Okay, cool. Congratulations. Now, Thank you're you. having also a release party, right? Yes, I'm having uh, my release party um, in Utah on Saturday the 12th. Okay, can you tell our audience where that's going to be so they can meet you there? Yes, absolutely. If you are in Utah on Saturday the 12th, it's at American Fork Library from 2 to 5, and we're going to have a little yoga class at 3 o'clock and just have some fun crafts and, and good, yummy treats that don't uh, break the calorie bank. So stop in and see me. Okay, great. And, uh, Betsy, can you tell our audience how they can reach you on, on the Internet? Absolutely. You can find me on my website, which is www.betsyscow.com. That's B-E-T-S-Y-S-C-H-O-W.com. Or you can uh, like Finish Being Fat on Facebook. Great. And, folks, for those of you who are listening, uh, if you visit uh, Betsy's website or if you visit the author's hideaway, um, you can be entered into a drawing uh, for a free copy of Betsy's book, Finish Being Fat. So visit her, her be- w- website at Betsy Shaw, Scow, B-E-T-S-Y-S-C-H-O-W.com, or visit the author's hideaway, LW, the author's hideaway.blogspot.com, and leave a comment and you'll be entered into a drawing. Betsy, thank you for being with us today. Do you have any uh, last words for our audience? Um, well, thanks for having me again. And I just want to let everybody know that really start 
to finish things in your life. It'll make such a difference in in not only weight loss and being healthy, but just in the way that you view yourself and your life. And start out by finishing one little thing every day and start building your own little mountain of finishes that you can look at. Great. Thank you, Betsy. And I am so sure that your book, Finish Being Fat, is going to be a huge success. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck to you.